Welcome to Nerds, Geeks, in the Kitchen Sink. It's a podcast about comics, games, sci-fi, horror, pop culture, and a few surprises in between. I'm sure there'll be some surprises this week. Absolutely. I'm one of your hosts. Uh, you can call me DK or, or whatever. Um, yeah. I'm Chris, your other host for the moment. Yeah, I think you're the host with the most if we had to look at it. Ah, uh, well, you know, I am rather rotund. Uh, well, that's not what I meant. <laughs> but, uh... We so after the last podcast, we see we talked about Marvel an awful lot, quite a bit. Yeah, we we really did like Marvel Talk Central. So I thought, what if we? Well, we had a request really to do some. Uh, do and a little thank bit of you DC for that. Talk. Yeah, we need more of those. Yes. So I think a bit of DC talk is okay, in order. But I do have one thing to begin with. What's that? Okay, all this big rage. I went to Burger King. Oh. Yes? I had the Impossible Burger. Yeah? Everybody says that, you know, oh, it's doesn't, it doesn't taste any different than a regular burger. It's a, it's a little different. I have one thing to say. <laughs> if you think that that tasted like a real burger, you have some serious issues. <laughs> All right. I could not taste a single ounce of what would a normal good hamburger. Really? You people have no taste. I, I guess I don't have, I think it's fine. I don't think it tastes like identical, but I'm happy with it. Oh, it's it fine. It, it tasted like fake smoke chunk of, uh, <laughs> of veggie soy. I don't I don't I don't know about that, but You know, they put so much crap on top of the burger. Yeah, you hide it. That it hides it. Well, that's to that's, actually I but that's I how like it works to consider myself. I have a educated tasting palate. Do you? I don't. And, well, obviously, if you it. like that, I think it's fine. I, I think it's a great alternative. My wife's a vegan, so well, it's a great alternative. Just saying. There are other better options. Are there? There are. What are they? Because we need them. Well, I know. Just not in our small town. Oh, right. Well, yeah. that's true. No, that's 100% I mean, it's, true. it's, you know, you're looking at Morningstar, no advertising, mm. or, you know, <laughs> the, the, uh, Ambiguous burger? I've never heard of ambiguous burger. Is well, that a it's, thing? it's another name for an impossible burger because oh. it, it does. It's impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible for it to taste like a real burger. It's not. I, mean, I thought it was pretty close. Huh? Yeah, like I said, if you didn't tell me, I might not have noticed. Oh, I would. That's have what I'm saying. I noticed. Hmm. Yeah, I definitely noticed. You, you have the master palate. I, I, I've obviously had more than one burger in my life. Yes. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, then. Okay. Fair enough. That's your soapbox for the day. I guess mine is... Upward and onward. I think the Impossible Burger is okay, but that's it. It's no account for taste. (laughs) I said that to your wife all the time when it comes to you. Yeah, well, hey, there you go. (laughs) So, anyway, (laughs) uh, I think we're going to do some DC talk today, some real DC talk. So, I thought it would be cool if we... uh, covered our top 10 favorite dc films absolutely and we talked about this in advance this is the live action ones yes because honestly let's be completely would be, and utterly honest it would be it would be dominated of, yeah. by animated movies yeah because some of the best be animated one. movies yeah you know are are the dc i mean probably so there yeah. have been very few excellent live action excellent live action but i'm a pretty i'm pretty happy with my list i i am too i am too actually. i think our lists are gonna have some similar movies, but they're I think, going to have similar, and I think we're going to vary. I think the ranking is going to be way I, off. I think, I, yeah, we may have the same one or two. It could be, could be. There you are know, some just that like have our to last be. List. Yeah, you know, we we were we were pretty well simpatico on the first two. Yeah, past that it was a you know basically a shit show. <laughs> well, I think we're adopting that. <laughs> well, I went with my list first last time, so turnabout is fair play. All right, do you want to do one and one, or do you want to just me do my whole list? Um, it's up to you. What do you think? 
One and one and discuss. Let's do one and one and discuss. One and one and discuss. All right, you first. All right. So my number ten, top favorite, uh, DC film, Batman Returns. Okay. Yeah. I can. I mean, that's that's uh, that's fair. Yeah, it's good. I loved that's it fair. as a kid. I wore the VHS out. It, oh yeah. It really. Uh, I mean, let's be I, honest. At the time, those were some of the only other than you know Christopher Reeves. Oh yeah. Really, you know, substantial comic book movies. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, so Batman, you had Batman, Superman, and well, I had seen it. the original a ton as a kid, and I was like, "Oh, hype! Batman Returns, sweet!" Right. So then that—that's where that comes from. So if my number ten is Batman Returns. All right, my number ten, Superman the movie, nineteen seventy-eight. Really, the original Christopher Reeves movie. Okay, still stands up. You, you know, I mean, special effects. No, it doesn't stand up. But as a movie itself, story-wise, and just the kind of movie it was, I watched it, didn't it a few times itself, recently. It's great. Yeah, it doesn't take itself super seriously, but it was, you know, somewhat serious in its yep. nature. Um, it, it's one of the classic superhero yes. movies, Marvel or DC. But also, I want to clarify: this list is our favorite. Yes, we're not saying that these are the absolute best in no. the right order. We're saying this is the our well, favorite. Well, let's be honest. That is subjective anyway. That's what I'm saying. Best. That's what I'm saying. So these are our favorites. Yes. So, okay, I think that's a fantastic choice. Okay. So, my number nine, Superman 2. Okay, well, yeah. I, I, I can see that. Yeah. Um, my, ironically, not the same one, but Man of Steel. Oh, really? I put, I put Man that's of Steel as nine. nine. Okay. Um, you know me, I'm not a, you know, that, that noir Zack Snyder-ish yes. going... But I thought, as Superman, I think Henry Cavill. I think he's great. Exemplarates, you he's know, great. the Superman character. Oh yeah. Um, you know the whole killing thing at the end. I saw the premise of it, so I didn't have as much it of. Bo- a, it seems an to bother issue. everyone so bad. I know. But it doesn't bother me that bad. It it doesn't bother it, me. It as gives bad him either. this big hook for the next movie, and it gives him the, it gives him more depth than Superman's ever had. Well, and the thing that is, he's so torn up about it. Yeah. After it, uh-huh. which, and and this may be a further discussion, not on this list, um, but um, you know the Batman killing people issue that yes. people. I have more of an issue with that. Me too, because he's like slaughtering people. Yeah, well, and, and, and the fact Superman. that, yeah, and the fact that that's his his credo. You know, that's yeah. his. You know, do not kill. Yeah. So and Superman, yes, he's you know truth, justice in the American way. Of course, jumping over depends buildings. Depends on who, which rider you ask. Well, uh, comrade. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I mean that he's never really, you know. That's pretty new for. I mean, I'm sure it's come you know, up, but, that, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good choice. Okay, number nine. All right. Number eight. Your number... No, is it... What, Ron what was, eight. what was your number nine? Man of Steel. Oh, we just talked about it. Yeah. I thought we were talking about mine. Never mind. No, you I don't know what did. I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, wow. It's early. Um, no, my number eight is The Dark Knight Rises. Okay. All right. Uh, I love all those Nolan Batman movies. Right. And I think Dark Knight Rises is a pretty fun... Well, it's not super fun, but it's a very good... <laughs> I don't know. It's a great Batman story. It is. It uh, is. I love how it encompasses, like... The whole city of Gotham, and it has right. all this. It has all this side stuff, and Bane's great. I like Bane. People gave uh, him a including hard time, me. including with me. With the whole, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even gonna try. What does he say? Uh, what is his best line in that movie? He's like, uh, 
What does he? What does he even say? Well, the only one I can think of is, and he goes, oh, "This gives you power over me." I love <laughs> that's that. probably like <laughs> that's, his I most love that iconic one. line in that. Yeah, I uh, the accent for me weird at first, just because knowing the character. Yeah, I mean it's very off. It's, it's very way far off. way off. <laughs> Not what you'd expect from um, Bane, but I liked it. I did ha- like the concept, the way the character when he wasn't the backstory of Bane mm-hmm. when he was actually Bane yes you know he's, out in the he's doing the right things for Bane he's doing the right things for Bane the backstory was kind of eh it wasn't really oh, he jive also, with he, he also says fire rises <laughs> that's one of my favorite ones <laughs> But uh, and no, we, we all barely heard that, just like we heard. When I remember, yeah. yeah, the first trailer. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. Although I have to say, they um, the beginning of that movie rips off James Bond pretty oh, hard. Oh, absolutely. They they snatch the plane with the other plane. Oh yeah, and I, was, I mean that's done at least once or twice, oh, more I, than once. I was like jumping up and down, going, "That's from Bond, and I love it so much. <laughs> I don't even care. It's a ripoff. I love it. I, I loved it. Yeah. No, and I the the only issue really I had with that was the Bane backstory. Because, you know, I am a huge it is so Batman different. fan. And you don't like changes. And I, Well, I don't like change for change's sake. Okay. Because sure. that could have been played into, you know, very much into the story, his actual real backstory. Right. And definitely got uh, Tom a, uh, you know, dialect coach. Well, we would have needed it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but I mean the whole concept of Bane during like when it wasn't a backstory, you know, you know about him, mm-hmm. he was almost spot on, you know, very tough. Other than you know not being able to jump the go go juice. <laughs> well, and the the uh, attitude that he has and the whole right. his physicality is perfect. Right, and, and the fact that and his mentality as yeah, Bane, absolutely. You know, he is trying to doesn't always work, but Nolan. The one, my one knock. I love the Nolan movies. Mm-hmm. My one knock on Nolan is they didn't make Batman slash Bruce Wayne as great of a detective. Yeah, that, that stuff was always glossed over. That that was really glossed over and really they, not. They did sh- they did show him like going like, oh, I have this information or whatever or whatever. I got this technology, but it was always just like, yeah, that's a thing. And we it have. was more him relying on technology than his own. You only saw a little reasoning. bit, or like when he's. I might say, I love that though when he throws the guy off the roof. He's like, this isn't going to kill me. <laughs> he's yeah. like, I know, or whatever he says. Right. <laughs> Just but I mean, that, that was my my only you know thing that I did like about the Nolan movies because Batman is the world's greatest detective. He is pretty good. Yeah. You know, he's so. up there. I mean, it's in the title. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> All right, what's yours? All right, my number eight. Believe it or not, Shazam. Really? It's a fun movie. Okay. I think uh, Zachary Levi portrayed. All right. Perfectly. Now you know I've only seen the trailer. I haven't actually seen Shazam yet. Okay, I'm not gonna. So I'm not gonna. Yeah, it's no spoilers. Out of video, it's not so on my list. Yeah. you can spoil things. I don't. No, care. I, I'm no, gonna no, see no. it. No, I know. But um, I I think the character was played perfectly. He, it's just from the trailer. I thought so. And the kid that actually plays Billy Batson is really good. That's awesome. You know, and um, it seems pretty fun. It is, and that's that's what I liked about it. You know. I know the trend for superhero movies nowadays is go darker, go mm-hmm. you know more gritty. They don't all have to be that way. Sure, I've got I, actually a couple on my list that are more. That's, fun that's why I like Spider-Man: Far From Home so much. Oh, absolutely, because it was fun. Yeah, it, was, it was funny. Fun. It I was mean, like, it, it had some dark moments in the movie. Right, that's you know, fine. We've talked about that, but yeah. it's a fun movie, and it's, it's so I've got a couple like that. But as my number eight was Shazam. Shazam. All right, all right. number seven. All right, my number seven. 
Tim Burton's Batman. The, the OG, okay. Tim Burton's Batman. I, again, I grew up with that one. I loved it. I had the VHS. Right. Batman was my favorite. My mom would make me a Batman birthday cake every year. She still does. That so, was uh, the first actual movie theater poster I ever owned. Oh, really? Yeah. Was I, it the one where it's just him and the the logo at no, the bottom? No, just the it? logo. Oh, just the logo. So it's all black with it's just the logo. It's all black with just the yellow, yellow logo. Yeah. And I've got the, the light box version. Oh, that's So, excellent. you know, the words are uh, coming. And it was, uh, the you know, the just the... Just you know, coming directors, and, no, it had the Burton. director oh, right. and actor and everything on the bottom, but it was just the logo. And that's awesome. Like I said, I've got the light box. That's beautiful. That. Yeah, that's that movie for me is pretty important. I love everything about it, pretty much. Well, I mean, like I said, I know the Superman movies were before, but I really think that started the ball really rolling mm-hmm. when it came to superhero movies. Well, it has that stylization. Right. That Tim Burton stylization that also translates to comic book for me. Oh, absolutely. And it's Yeah, a certain era of comic book it's the that perfect had that, marriage. you know, the over exaggerated yes. you know, kind of thing. Even the architecture of the world. Oh absolutely, is absolutely. Very reflective. Yeah. yeah. And well I know the other big thing is the Danny Elfman score. Oh is abs- you know, th- so those- perfect. It's always good. I mean, it's Elfman and, and Williams are probably the two best when it comes to scoring mm. any kind of movie. Yeah, Elfman's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's Williams too, of course, but in a certain <laughs> style, you know. Right. I mean? No. Yeah, and it's absolutely something different. Yeah. I mean, they're two different ends of the spectrum, but I think they they should hold the same regard. Sure. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't didn't they get Elfman to do something for Batman vs Superman? Wasn't he in? Or no? What, what what was it? No. Was it one of those? Yeah, it was one of the newer ones. Was it Justice League? I think it was Justice League. They're like, there's a scene when Batman's on a roof. That was Justice League. It was Justice League. And you hear the Danny Elfman. I'm like, that's got to be Elfman. And I looked it up and it was. And I was like, what a weird choice, though. You're trying to be all dark and gritty and you get this (laughs) Danny Elfman score. That told me that movie didn't know what the hell it was doing. I know. Spoilers, it's not on my list. Yeah. That one's not on my list either. And another spoiler, BVS and on on my list either. Yeah. Okay. We've talked about how much I I despise that movie. All right. All right. My number seven. Yep. Another fun one. Yep. Aquaman. Aquaman. That's another one I haven't seen. <laughs> I shouldn't be even doing this list, should I? I haven't seen them all. Uh, I, we'll, we'll let you do the classes. All right. Okay, the, okay these are my favorites. <laughs> and those of are what your favorites seen. of what you've and seen, I've seen so far. And I've seen most of them, just not those. You know, so let's Actually, go on HBO Go. It just started this weekend. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, will wa- I will watch it. I'm going to watch Shazam, too. I just haven't got around to it. Okay, so know. calm down. Uh, well, you know, keep up. I'm trying to get through the boys. Uh, I'm no spoilers. Done. I'm on episode six, and it's fantastic. Oh, my God. It's so good, yeah. I'm I just... told you, last 30 minutes, and this is not a spoiler, Yeah. last 30 minutes of that movie, of that series... It feels like a movie. Will blow, yeah, it does. Um, will blow your mind for okay. all the rest of it that you've watched. Okay. So, just I'm ready. Saying, all right. Maybe we'll we'll throw that in next. When next I finally week. finish it, we'll talk yes. about it. Yeah. You got two weeks oh, It's to been long it. enough for spoilers. So. I said... You got two weeks to finish. Okay, that's a threat. I know that's a threat. Okay, go on. I know where you live. <laughs> uh, anyway, Aquaman. Yes. Another fun one. You know, it doesn't mm-hmm. take itself uber seriously. Um, some great special effects. The way they they did Atlantis and even some of the creatures that you know are so just out of the realm of, you know, reality. Sure. Some of them are pretty make, dumb, even in the comic. I mean, that's and yeah, just how it even is. Even in the comic, they make them semi-believable. Is there not going to be a I mean, horror movie? Palatable. Have you heard this? There's going to be a horror movie set in that universe? Isn't that right? Yeah, The Rift. That's a cool idea. Or The, the Trench. It's a James Wan idea. Yeah, I mean, when you see it and, and you see what The Trench is, you'll, you'll understand okay. why it could be that kind okay. of 
Interesting. Um, I, I will be interested to see how they how they do that as a full length movie. Yeah. Okay. You know, I mean, it's good as a, a sequence in a movie. Sure. But you know, but you never know. I, and mean, I like it's, I like Momo as. Oh, uh, I do. Aquaman, he's good. Yeah, you know, and there's some people. Well, he's not blonde and he's not clean shaven. Shut up. <laughs> read the damn comic book. Yeah. And he hasn't been other than in the new Fifty Two now. Before that happened, yeah. for a long time, he wasn't even close to clean shaven yeah. or, or, you know, hell, for God's sakes, he didn't have a hand. <laughs> he didn't have a hook or something. He or had a, a spear, harpoon. A yeah. harpoon. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and I mean, it really. And, you know, and then the yellow and gold costume, they made it work. Yeah, I've seen that. It looks cool. I mean, it looks they cool. shouldn't shot. It looks cool, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. It doesn't look dumb like it can in the comics. No, I mean, sometimes no, it, it just yeah. looks so stupid. No, they, they made it a little more... Re- okay, I'm saying realistic, realistic. but... Uh, uh, <laughs> like yeah. your normal fish man. Yeah, the normal fish man. No, um, you know, they made it a little more realism to it. Sure. Let's put it that yeah. way. Um, they did actually, in it... If you've watched the old cartoons and the Super Friends and stuff, I think stuff, that's what people expect from. They gave Aquaman a little nod, yeah, in there, a little quick, you know, Easter egg, a nod to the old Super Friends. That's funny. Um, you kind of have to. It's a big part of the character. It, it is. Um, but I another fun movie. You okay. Know? So that's my number seven. Okay, I'll take that into consideration when I tell you that my number six is The Dark Knight. We've got a lot of the same movies yeah. that we've seen. Yeah, nowhere near the same. The same. Uh, no, and I also saying. well, say I know I, I've I've not let, let said things, but uh, but also I think after this we're gonna diverge. Okay, I think starting at five we're gonna diverge. Okay, but uh, so yeah, Dark Knight that movie for me is extremely special. Uh, par- part of me is sort of driven away from it because of all the like the Joker fanboys that are like right. these. I don't know what you call them, but they're. They, they, I, they kind of, I kind of equate them to like ICP fans. Like I don't know. Sorry if you're an ICP cultist. Fan. Yeah, it's just they they just think oh he's Ledger Joker oh, worship. I, I, it's not like that for me. No, I think it's a great movie and it is a great performance. It's amazing. I remember being mesmerized. Yeah, in, when I went to see it, and it, it was like incredible to me. And I always loved the Joker. And I thought this is like the Joker. This is the Joker I've always wanted. I thought that then. Right. Um, but I was also the right age to to if, to love it. I mean, it was perfect. Right. So for me. It couldn't be better. I think that movie has some pacing problems. By the end, like when you see he's got all the phones tapped and all the computer screens, and Morgan Freeman's like, "I don't like it. It's illegal." That that I'm all like, "Come on, let's move it along." Right, but, exactly. But I do love that movie, and I'll still pretty often just watch scenes from it. Just I love the vibe. I love the way that movie looks. I, the effects are amazing. Flipping that truck over, they oh, really did yeah. that. Oh, they yeah. really flipped the truck over. Well, semi. and that's you know what? That's the thing I like them doing practical effects that's the way to do it you know i mean yeah you're obviously now you know this day and age you're gonna have plenty of cgi Mm -hmm. but i mean it doesn't give that kind of realistic you know that really throws you in do it do it for real and then cgi it to fix it yeah a little makeup on it yeah yeah you know and that's like going back to my my uh previous one with aquaman Mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of action in it but you know I mean, there's no, in a lot of things, there's no real realism, no practical, yeah. you know, It feels effects. empty. It feels hollow. Yeah, you it can kind tell of feels it's a computer. Like, it's like... You're watching a computer game. You know what? Honestly, it's eye candy. I mean, yeah. I like it, but it's eye candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Sometimes I mean, it really works for me, but some, other times it's just hollow. Right, right. So, yeah, that's a good choice. Yeah. Um, 
I will we'll get into that a <laughs> That's little That's why we're bit. doing it like this. I know. Okay. <laughs> so my number six is actually Wonder Woman. Okay. Um, I, I am a huge, you know, like um, World War One, World War Two. You know, nostalgia. Sure. I watch, you know, tons of documentaries, sure. read a bunch of books. You know, so it kind of, with it being the Wonder Woman, um, it was a good movie. I mean, good acting. Mm-hmm. You know, I liked really the, all the characters. The only one I had an issue with was Ares. Yeah. I thought which, it was so obvious. I think it was way too obvious. It was. I'm like, that's too good of an actor to just be a side guy. They're, yeah. You're and trying to tell me this is a side guy? I called it in the first scene he was in. Oh, I, I know. was like, oh, that's the villain. I didn't too. I mean that's and that that was really there was too much obvious. Yeah, it in was it. super obvious. But to to go along and and through the movie and I thought it was shot beautifully. It looks good. I mean, you yeah. know, I, I like a lot of the way that that even in you know they seem to shoot her scenes in any of the movies she's in very well. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, she looks like an angel. <laughs> She's Let's perfect. be honest. I She's mean, the perfect uh, Wonder Woman. Oh yeah, you know when people say, "Oh, she doesn't have a big enough this or you know well, big enough." What are you talking about? That's she's like, perfect. Come on, she's I mean, perfect. Yeah, she's absolutely. You know, hang, I mean, you know, she served in the Israeli army. So she's she's the she's, real deal. She she is the real deal. Anyway, um, it it, it it's fun to an degree, and it's more fun not necessarily all the action and everything else, but I think a lot of character play. Mm-hmm. The thing with the sword, lot, hold my sword. Yeah, I remember that. A lot of the back and forth, you sure. know. I mean, small scenes like that. I like those character moments, mm-hmm. you know, and not just even the main character. That was one of the most characters. memorable things from the movie for me. Was well, the, just the odd. She's so out of place in this new. Well, world. and then you know, like the the trying on the clothes part. She's yes, like, you know, she's that was fun. Yeah, bingo dress, trying to do sidekicks, and yes, you know, uh, the girl that plays the secretary is hilarious. I can't remember movie. who it is. But. I know. But, uh, you know, just a, and, and it's, like I said, that's my, it's kind of a middle of the road movie for me. Sure. So, I mean, that's. In the perfect spot on your list. In the perfect spot on my list. All right. All right. Number five. All right. Number five. I, again, I think this is where we're going to diverge. Maybe. It, it might be weird. We'll see. Number five, Constantine. Yeah, we definitely diverge on this one. <laughs> I knew it. I could just feel it. Constantine. Now, look, I'm a big Constantine fan. He's oh, one of, I know. He's I one of my favorite I mean, DC. You, I mean, yeah. we've talked about yeah. this ad nauseum. Yes. You know. So, they don't get the character quite right in no. the movie. But I love the, the movie concept. itself. The movie itself is fun. Yeah. I love, I like the darker things anyway. I love the whole mythology behind it. It's really fun. They, dude, what's his name is the devil? Um, oh, I know. What is his He's name? He's perfect. Uh, oh, boy. I don't want this podcast to be trying to remember somebody's name. I know. But it's... Uh, well, he played the matter. Russian in... He's in so uh, many things. Big Lebowski. Armageddon. He's in Big Lebowski. And, and, yeah. yeah. I can't believe I can't remember his name. I, I know. Like a total jerk. But anyway, he's awesome. He's in John Wick. He's awesome. He's awesome. He's an amazing character. He is. Yeah, he's very good. Uh, dude, I'm going to go nuts trying to think of this name. It does not matter. I mean, the only one I remember is Tilda Swenson. You know, yes. and, and you She's, know, she what is a good great. choice. Oh, absolutely. What a good choice. You know. Uh, but no, I, lo- I like that movie. The demon. I, I love the whole like the demon like. Um, businessman concept where oh he's, yeah uh, that whole that scene that was Gavin Rossdale wasn't it was it I thought so was it or was it I don't know for some reason I keep thinking that that was singer for Bush yeah what I don't remember that I'm almost positive Ooh, you might be right I'm almost positive you might be right it's Peter Stormare god damn it oh <laughs> It just came to me. <laughs> He's amazing. 
Uh, they look a lot alike, okay? Yeah, okay. But uh, yeah. Gavin um, Rossdale was in a soccer movie, actually. No, no, no I mean, Peter Stormare so, yeah. was the devil. Oh, Peter Stormare. That's what oh, I'm okay. saying. I'm like. No, no, no. So it, it could have been Gavin Rossdale. I don't know. But uh, I like that movie a lot. Yeah. And I, I, the whole, um, he's got to do, it shows him like doing his spells and like getting his, uh, right. he's getting geared up. And the guy's like, he's like, oh, I thought you couldn't get Dragon's Breath. He's like, I know a guy who knows a guy. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's good. I love that movie. It's very fun. Charlotte Booth dies. Yeah. So, uh, There's nothing wrong with that's that. That's great. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my number five. Okay, my number five, Watchmen. Okay. I mean, it's um, stylizing, mm-hmm. great. I mean, I it's think people perfect. will be confused by this, but I'm not. I, I like that choice. Yeah. Uh, Watchmen, beautiful. Yeah. Um, and it's before Zack Snyder got, had that whole... Uh, he has that, like a stigma now. Like, he has a thing now. People are all well, like, oh, like, Zack Snyder. Well, it's like once he got done with Sucker Punch... He like yeah. everything kind of. Which I didn't get Sucker Punch. No. I mean, I, I saw the movie. I, was, I bought it from the bargain bin. And I yeah. just thought, what is this? Yeah. Who's this for? I don't understand. But it seems like once he did that, and once he was done with before, you know, after three hundred and mm-hmm. which I like three hundred. I, I like three hundred too. Um, he just like kept hitting those same kind of yeah. He has concept over. He's a, he's a one trick. But it's perfect for Watchmen. Oh yeah, perfect for Watchmen. Right. The tone well, is perfect. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's what he intended when he wrote the comic book. Yes. You know, I mean, that's. Well, I don't. I mean, I can't talk for Alan Moore, but I mean, you know, doesn't he? Well, I mean, if you look at the art, you think you're talking like Alan tonally. Moore, tonally, yeah. It, okay. Yeah, I'm thinking tonally. I'm not thinking this. It's a little cold. It's a little. Um, yeah, there's. It's you know, it's yeah. a little ambiguous and times yeah. yeah i love it but, yeah i'm a big fan of that story I, and i'm fine you know they made a lot of changes for the movie but I, right. i'm totally fine with him the changes worked i mean that's one of the movies that the changes kind of worked yeah i'm fine with it i didn't need a squid like everyone's like oh there's no giant squid in the end i don't need the giant they, squid no. i think the nuclear explosions make more sense it's more realistic right it makes way more sense and you know it just works better as, as, for the movie I think. well in, in in all honesty in the comic book i never was really i was like You've gone through all this, this whole story, <laughs> yeah. and you put a giant squid in it. Yep. So you know, I almost think he, t- you know, more did that in- intentionally. Could be. I mean, I don't know. Cause yeah. that, I mean, that sounds like who something, knows with that guy. Uh, that's, it sounds like something he, you know. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, but yeah. I think Watchmen's a fantastic choice. I like everybody in it. The casting's perfect. Uh, the costuming's perfect. Oh yeah. Everything about it is pretty. The only one who I wasn't a hundred percent for was, um, oh. Uh, I'm trying. I can't do names today. I know the the main the main bad guy. Uh, what's his uh, name? Ozymand- Ozymandias. Is that how you say it? Ozymandias. Ozymandias. Yeah. Some I don't know how to pronounce it. But yeah, I I thought that guy was a little too small. I thought he was supposed to be like huge. I thought he should have been bigger. But I've never really, you know, after, you Didn't know, really reading the comic you. books, you know, I wasn't going like Superman big, but. I thought than, I thought he was kind of supposed to be like a Superman, you know. So I always thought he was just a big, broad, you know, right. fella. He's a big, broad. <laughs> right. Right, 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 right. But yeah, no, it's fine. He, well, he's still a good actor, so it Sidebar, works. Um, I think it's in the series that's coming out on HBO, yeah. Watchmen. Yeah. Uh, I think he's a character in it. And the same actor? No, 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 no. I think it's actually oh, Jeremy Irons. Yeah, you, yeah, it is. You see, him yeah. the, you see him in the trailer. So, yeah. Yeah. So, Absolutely. I mean, he's, he's aged. It's 10 years after the events of the movie. Right. So, so that one, with the character that they had play him yeah. in the movie, it almost makes sense that 10 years after, even though he's 
limitless age, yeah. you know, kind of thing. So yeah, I like Jeremy Irons too. He's pretty good. Oh yeah, he's yeah. been great, and even even the goofy Dungeons and Dragons movie. <laughs> <laughs> Is it just me, or does he look a little bit like Robert Downey? Do you see it? Like an age to Robert yeah, Downey? Yeah, he? I think so. Like like when he, especially when he's Alfred. Like it's I Downey think in like, you know, in like 15 years. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but anyway, okay. that's a good choice. So that was your number five. That was five. my number five. Well, you are never going to guess my number four. I probably won't. It's Watchmen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we've got to beat that one to death it's at Watchmen. that point. Yeah. yeah. So what's your number four? Okay. <laughs> My number four is one we've already talked about, Dark Knight. Okay. So, I mean, you know, we've discussed that too. I, sure. I thought that was one of I was one of the better of the Nolan movies. Hmm. I'm not going to say best. Okay. But I, I really thought that was one of his better ones. Um, it did have a lot of pacing problems. I think so. Big I time. mean, it's, you know, that's. I think it had a lot of pacing problems. Um, just like the Dark Knight Rises. Yep. Um, but I think it wasn't as obvious in the Dark Knight as it was in in. in, in well, I think in the Dark Knight, you're you're just like, when's the next Joker scene? When's the next? You're just waiting and, for those. Yeah, moments. and that's the one thing. And and just like you, I mean, I lie, I'm not gonna say I was over the moon on his performance, but. It was a very, very good Joker performance. Yeah, so strong. As a, as a gritty, you know, which we'll, we'll talk about something else in regards to Joker in a little yes, bit. Yes, so. yes. Okay. You should want to talk gritty Joker, yeah. Yeah. All right. Number three. Number three. Top three. Okay. I don't know how you're going to feel about this. Okay. My number three, this might surprise you, Man of Steel for me. I love it. I do love it. It made me cry in the theater. I love that movie. Uh, I think the first half an hour is a little long, or whatever it is. The right. Whole, all the Krypton stuff. I think that's why I had it a little further down on my list. Yeah. Um, that hurts it, I think. Although, it's good to have that backstory. It makes it feel like more of a sci-fi movie. And I do like the actors. Everybody's I mean, good. Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe is a yep. you know, great actor. Uh, you know. Zod. What's his name? Shannon. Michael uh, Shannon. Michael Shannon. Oh, boy. I pulled that one out. Yeah. Uh, everybody's good. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. What's her name? Is uh Lois Lane, uh, Amy Adams, right? Yeah. She's great. I think she's perfect. I, I think she's probably one of the best what I envision in my head as Lois Lane. I think she's the most fully formed Lois Lane. You know, even better than... I. I my my list would be, one, Amy Adams, um, two... Margot Kidder. Margot Kidder. Knew it. And nobody in between except for animated Lois Lanes and the very bottom of the list... Kane Bosworth. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Not not great. So not great. No. Uh, yeah. I, I think that everything about this movie, I love the whole. You get to see him. The whole everything with his father. That movie was produced by Nolan, and I think you get a lot of Nolan. Yes. In that movie. Yeah. Um. And he co- did he co-write it? I don't know if he did, but uh, I can't remember. There's a lot of Nolan him. in there, and you can tell, and it works. I for mean, me. you can tell, and mm-hmm. and really. I liked it. I mean, like I said, the the that the beginning of it really kind of for me knocked it down a little bit because sure. it was good, but it kind of weighed really weighed that movie down. Yeah, I think there was more they could have had from you know as childhood, honestly. Sure, a little more growing up, a little more. But at small the same milk. time, if you want to tell a story, like you know, if you want to tell a story in the current time with Superman, you came to the theater to see Superman. Right. You got to get these things out of the way. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I personally, I would have liked a little more of his travels 
Those were fun. To the point that he got to the, they the could have Fortress always, of Solitude. Yeah, they could have always gone back like in the next movie. But they never really did one. Did no, they? I know. They could have done like Man of Steel 2 and you saw more of him as a teenager or more of him as a whatever, having more different flashbacks. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think the pace would have been a little better if they had kind of paced that out a little bit more at the beginning. But the a movie's already less so Krypton, long. Little, yeah, the movie's, but I mean, a little less Krypton. Sure. Because... You know, it's kind of like Uncle Ben dying. We all know what happened right. to Superman. They want to set up Zod, though. And that's fine. You but, set up Zod, you set up Superman. But really, in the setup for Zod, you can have like 10 minutes. But also, don't forget that we're setting up Russell Crowe. And he's been that's big true. in the later in the movie. That's so true. I it, mean, it really, it, this setup is really necessary. So you can add another five minutes. So the first 15 <laughs> minutes of it could have been not, you know, a first third in the movie. Sure. Yeah. I agree that it's too long. But yes, uh, Man of Steel is a personal favorite. I really liked it. I still like it. Every time I rewatch it, I go, I love this movie. Oh, I, I mean, it's one of those that, you know, it's playing on TV halfway through the movie. I'll sit down I'll at the halfway it. point yep. and watch the rest of it. I love when the Kryptonians show up on Earth and they, they have to deal with what Clark dealt with. Yeah. And he's like, oh, it doesn't feel good, does it? Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah. oh, man, I, that, man. Well, and that's why it. I said, I think I think Henry Cavill is the perfect person to play He's very good. Superman. He's very good. I mean, so. All right. Well, that's mine. All right. My number three. Uh, Batman Begins. Batman Begins. You know, started that whole darker genre yes. uh, of, you know, I mean, Watchmen, yes, was a little bit before, but I mean, the main, because let's, let's be honest, Watchmen was kind of like how Guardians of the Galaxy is. Yes. Your true fans knew it. Y- right. But we nobody really else, yeah. else did. People were, yeah, people were like, what is this Guardians of the Galaxy thing? Even me, as a comic book fan, was like, I don't really know about these Guardians of the Galaxy. I right. don't really think they're going to do well, but boy, was I wrong. I mean, I knew I knew a little bit more about Guardians of the Galaxy because being a huge X-Men fan, sure. they've had some members of the X-Men in, in sure. Guardians, yeah. so I kind of you know jumped around a little bit more on that one. But uh, yeah, anyway, um, I think... That the Batman Begins was more of that grittier, a little more realism in the the superhero genre. Yeah. So it it, it and it completely moved itself away from the Tim Burton esque. It was trying you know, to be real. Yeah, moved away from like the Tim Burton esque, the you know um, original Superman kind of mm-hmm. series into more a little bit grittier, more realistic, and and I like that it showed. Stuff of Batman's development that we really hadn't even seen too, too much of, actually, even in the comic books. Sure. It was, you know, it's more referenced and hinted at than actually seen. Yeah. And this kind of showed a little bit more All of the that. training he does with Ra's al Ghul. Right, and all right. That. Yeah, that stuff was great. And Liam Neeson's a really good choice. So... So I think our order is just on a whack. I think isn't that funny? Had... So far, we've had almost no difference. No, other than the ones that I've seen and you haven't. You're right, right, right. But I don't think they would have been on my list either way. Uh, I just feel like you never know. I don't know. I haven't you, seen them. Uh, that's what I, said. I can't judge them before I've seen them. That's right. All right. All right. Number two. Number two. You're never going to believe this. What? It's Batman Begins. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've talked about that one. Yes, we um, did. So, what's your number two? The original Batman. The original Batman. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? Keaton Nicholson. Yeah. Okay. All right. Interesting. I, I, we got some. We got some funny things happening with this list. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I love well, it. I mean, we've talked about that. You know. I, yeah. I mean, Jack as that Joker. He almost was the bridge between like the TV Caesar Romero. Mm-hmm. 
and to what the Joker became in the Nolan A bit more version. sadistic. Yeah. yeah. He, 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 he was like on that razor's edge between those two sides. Absolutely. So he, he was like your bridge between Romero and Ledger. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. And, and, and like we talked about the stylization of Tim Burton. Yeah. I mean, he obviously, every movie he has, he has that kind of. You what know, do you call that? That Tim Burton look? That Exactly. I mean, that's. You don't have any other it's term visual for it, style. But that Tim Burton, you yeah. know. I mean. Danny Elfman helps a lot with that. Exactly. You know, I mean, even in his animated stuff. Yep. You know, Frank and Weenie yep. and, and Nightmare Before Christmas sure. and, and Legend of Sleepy Hollow. It oh, all had Sleepy his, Hollow. Spoilers. I think Tim Burton. Sleepy Hollow is my favorite. Tim Burton. Probably. Yeah. Of the Tim Burton movies. So good. Although, uh, his. Uh, Oh God! It was. It's kind of like about the uh, making of Plan Nine from Outer Space. Oh, Edward. Edward, yeah. yes. Also great. Oh, yeah. Also amazing. Yeah. Totally Probably number di- two. Totally different reasons why, yes. but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I well, mean, don't forget. I want to just give a shout out to Jack Palance from uh, the first Batman. He's amazing. absolutely. <laughs> He's amazing. <laughs> uh, okay. Yes. So number one. Are you ready for this? Okay. This is pretty odd. My number one. The original Superman. <laughs> was that not your number ten? That was my number ten. Okay, this is odd. <laughs> um, my, it's yeah, I that movie I had my my mom loved. I think my mom might have had a crush on Christopher Reeve or something. I'm not sure, but we would always watch the Superman movies. I went to um, Metropolis, Illinois, a lot as a kid to there see that statue oh, and yeah. um, do all the fun Superman stuff. I watched that Superman movie, and Lois and Clark was on TV when I oh, was yeah. a kid. Just Superman was very important for me. Um, the the scenes when he's like saving people, it's like the best. There's, there's like a montage. There's like 20 minutes of that movie where it's just Superman being Superman. Oh, I know, and it's perfect. Just I little mean, scenes, and it, it had the. I mean, the whole creating the diamond, you know, mm-hmm. and you know those kind of, and then the the the. Uh, Reversing time. I mean, we've That's all talked bonkers. about that theory. That's you know, bon- it's bonkers. I mean, it, it was even that would destroy um, the earth, <laughs> destroy well, everything. And what funny, funny is that that was even a scene in last year's crossover for the DC oh, universe. They used, it? they used um the Flash and Supergirl. Yeah. To do Spin the earth that, the other way. That, and that exact, just reverses time. Yeah. So it was, you know, that whole thing kind of, you know, gave birth to how many movie scenes. Yeah. I don't care. It's fun. I, I love that movie. Uh, it was always sort of shocking to see Lois Lane just die. It sort of really scared me as a kid. I didn't right. like that. Um, there's so many good things about that movie. Um, the weird scene when he's flying with Lois and there's that poetry that she's reading. Right. That's odd. Yeah. But I love it. Uh, it's just that movie. And the, all the dialogue is so good. All the scenes in the, um, I almost said the Daily Bugle, in the uh, in the newspaper, <laughs> uh, wrong one. Uh, yeah, the Daily Planet, yeah. Um, all the scenes in there with like, uh, you know, with, with Perry, Wal- yeah, yeah, and Jimmy, and, and Jimmy, and, and stuff. Yeah. All the dialogue is so snappy and smart and good. It's so well written. Oh, absolutely. And, and all Christopher stuff, Reeves was such a great. You don't realize line how deliver- good he is. Oh, I know. No, it, when he's being like weenie little Clark Kent. He's so perfect. Well, Lois, why don't we? Uh, I don't know. Let's go yeah. out. It's so. I, I didn't realize as a kid how good he is. Oh, I know. He's nailing it. I mean, you go back and look at some of the acting that's around today, and you look back and it's like, yeah, man, we lost a treasure. He's walking that he, line. You know. And it's not stupid, though. His performance isn't dumb. No, and it's not over the top. No. And it's not. It's just at the. It's like knocking on the door. Right. It is not. It is not. It's perfect. Well, and then all the villain stuff. I mean, 
they're all perfect and stupid. Oh, I know. I mean, you know, and that movie has like has like Smokey and the Bandit in it, sort of. Mm-hmm. Like G- Lex Luthor, Gene yeah. Hackman puts on he he like pretends to be a truck driver. Oh, I know. What, what's happening in this movie? <laughs> That's insane. I just there's so many things to love about this movie. It has such a sense of fun. Oh, and absolutely. J- it, the bright colors and the, just everything about it is well, fun. And, and I mean, that's really at the t- especially at the time in the seventies. That's what Superman was. Fun. It was fun, witty dialogue. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if you're old enough to remember some of the old comics, they had like the superheroes on a Tang page commercial on your comic <laughs> book playing Larry Byrne, Doctor J. I mean, you know those kind of things. It, some of it was tongue in cheek, yeah. but it was all done in a well written way. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I miss that. Yeah, I mean that's and, and when you see them, you'll understand. That's why I like Aquaman and Shazam. It harkens back to those okay. original kind of Christopher Reeves. I can't wait to watch them. Superman kind of movies. Okay, so. Just a lot better special you, you've effects. You've sold me. Yeah, <laughs> Just I love a them. lot better special effects. Yep. So, um, yeah, my number one Superman. I, I, it's, again, this list is for favorites, and that's a... Right. I watch that movie anytime it's on. It's If it's on, I'm on the couch. Is I, right. I have to see it. It's a nostalgia thing, for sure, oh, but absolutely. it's also... Yeah, yeah, I just, totally, totally. As an adult, have seen it and go, I just love, I love it. I, there's nothing wrong with this movie. Except the scene when Superman... <laughs> I don't know if you remember this. There's a scene when... It's in that montage. Uh-huh. And Superman, there's a cat stuck in a tree. And Superman comes down I and saves... Vaguely so This is going to blow your mind, maybe. Okay. Superman comes down and saves the cat. He goes, I'll get it, and saves the cat for the little girl. Uh-huh. And the, the, the little girl's mother is yelling from inside the, the house, like, time to come inside, come on. And she takes the cat inside. And then you hear the little girl go... So it, the little girl goes inside, the door closes, the camera's just on the apartment door or whatever. Right. And the little girl goes, Mommy, Mommy, Superman came and got the cat down from the tree. He saved it. And the mom goes, haven't I told you not to tell lies? And then a slapping <laughs> sound, like she's striking the child. It's amazing. I do remember It's that. amazing. Now that you mention that, yeah, it does come. Oh, my God. I'll have to watch it just for that scene. It's so good. Okay, my number one. Now, listening to me before and things I've said, mm-hmm. you wouldn't probably expect this one to be one of my favorite okay. DC movies. All right. Swamp Thing. Constantine. Oh, what? Your number one's Constantine? Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, Nostalgia beat it for me. That's what happened. Yeah. Constantine, I, I thought, with me being a Sandman, Constantine, sure. you know, that whole Neil Gaiman, mm-hmm. you know, it's in there. era, and really the whole movie, I did have an issue with Keanu Reeves. Not his He's, acting. No, the problem is the character's wrong. The character's wrong. I mean, I think the Matt Ryan, who they have playing now from the TV, if you would have placed him in that movie, this would have probably been hands down. But I will say that the tone of that movie really works with Keanu. You know what I'm saying? He make, he makes it work. The tone, I don't, I don't think the tone would have been a lot different if you had comic book. I, I don't think so. I don't think no. if you would have had, with the tone of the movie, if you would have had Matt Ryan in that movie... Well, maybe maybe if he was doing it the way... Okay, I see what you're saying. Because the TV Constantine is just a different thing. Yeah, and it is. You, you have he's a little too bright. He's a little too energetic and right. bright. And, uh, well, and yeah. I mean, that's that's the problem with network shows. You have certain constraints with stuff you that can, was what I was can't thinking do. Of. And if you listen to interviews and stuff, he, I, I think having that kind of script in front of him, 
he wouldn't have shined in that. Sure. In that, and and that would have probably been hands down one of the best. Yeah, but I, it, it, he I, really wasn't around at the time. Yeah. So I mean, I'll take what I can get. It is quite high for me on the list. that, yeah, that vertigo ish. Those are my jam. You know, yeah, I love those. So. Yeah. It, now I'm rethinking. Should I have put it higher? I should have probably put it above Watchmen. I don't know why. I, I flip flopped them late last night, and I shouldn't have. Right. But yeah. But so yeah. But that's our list. That's yeah. a that's an awesome oh, list. Funny. <laughs> well, I can't believe how much crossover there was. I thought we were really going to diverge. Like, well, we really had three movies, and they were ones that I've seen. The only one that you've probably seen that I've seen that you didn't have on the list was Wonder Woman. Yeah. And my 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 biggest thing is like I have that you know that nostalgia for war. Like the World War One, World War Two sure. type of movies, yeah. so that's why it kind of hit my list. Sure, and I thought it was a good, um, and not to sound all 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 the you know whatever you want to call it, but to have a lead female character. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it was a perfect hero. Sure, um, but I mean to have her not have to be this uber feminist i see what you mean and still be a hero and be she's also not like super sexualized in any way and and she's not and that's that's absolutely fine i mean that's the way it should be honestly you know a lot of times in i mean other than maybe lois lane and stuff or you know like constantine there's no real women that are but i mean when they have them in there it's a lot rachel rachel vice isn't it rachel yeah rachel vice is awesome yeah she is um she is going to be actually did you hear she's in the black widow movie what's she going to be um she's the one agent that like gets killed and keeps coming back oh. all the time she's like the predecessor to black widow okay all right i don't so, know the character name but... I, I can't remember it either i ran it the other day but i forgot um you know interesting but anyway you know that that really brought i think that is more of should be empowerment for from the women. See, I like Captain Marvel a lot more than see, Wonder Woman. I, I couldn't stand. No, I like because, it. Well, see, the thing is, is I know more about the Captain Marvel character. Okay. You know, and... That's fair, because you do. And, I mean, you know, the Ms. Marvel era was probably her best. She was more human. She had more flaws. Sure. She wasn't... And, and even in the comic book, it wasn't like the movie. Even the newer version oh, I, yeah, of I know. Carol I Danvers. Get it. Yeah. And, I mean... You know, she she's a lot more human. I mean, the story's totally different from what the movie is to what yeah. the comic book is. And I think, you know, we've talked about that, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I, don't I think like Captain Marvel has its weaknesses, to, too. Oh, it has a lot of weaknesses. Yeah. But and, listen to what we did. We're talking about Marvel. Exactly. <laughs> it all revolves. We did. But anyway, let's go back. Like I said, that's that's why I had that one on. Yeah. I think and, your list is awesome. I think my list is yeah, pretty good. Yeah, they were all they were both good. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm not surprised, but I am surprised. We got good taste, is what I'm saying. Uh, of course, <laughs> that's why we work so well together. Yeah. So uh, I think maybe a pretty good segue is we can just brush up on this Joker trailer. Absolutely, I, I rewatched it. Yeah, I've seen it a few times now. Yeah, I mean, I've I've seen it probably 10, 15 times, yeah. but I watched it a little bit earlier today just to kind of re- refresh myself. I saw it recently when I saw the new Tarantino. It was in front of that. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be one that I have to. Wait and see. My initial feelings are good. I think I'm going to like it a lot, but for it to call itself a Joker movie, I may have a hard time with. Okay. I'll have to see more. It I mean, seems from like what I've those... seen of the trailer, I mean, it's a completely. I mean, 
not even a Nolan-esque Joker. It seems to be... Uh, it's hard to do a Joker movie without Batman, I think. I mean, because they are such the yin and yang. Yeah. I mean, they're they're the cause and effect, and, and, and you know, they're, they're such... You know, like, even in one of the things that they're destined to have this dance forever, yes. they're the opposite sides of the same coin. And to not have actual Batman... What dance are you talking about? With the Devil and the Pale Moonlight? Is yeah, that the dance? Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, that's why uh, the original Batman's so high on my list. <laughs> so good. So, but yes, uh, I, my only thing is, we're they're going to have to try... You're going to have to... You're gonna feel feelings for the Joker, like that's what they're gonna have to. You're gonna have to do, right? They're gonna have to. They're trying to make you feel bad for the Joker. Well, and and see, that's a, that's a trend I don't like. Making him a, not an antihero, but like uh, making him sympathetic, right? A sympathetic villain. Now, I like this trend. Like so my example would be like in Daredevil, when you get Fisk, you get to see Fisk like having dinner, falling in love. But see, that he's got all Fisk these childhood actually, traumas. But in the comic book, Fisk has had that. But I never got that. Is I never got that from him. Maybe I just missed the right. I'm obviously missed the right book. I mean, there's some. Yeah. Um, see, uh, it's Michael Caine's line in the Nolan movie about the Joker. About some people just want to see the world burn. Yes. That's, he tells that story that, about the rubies or whatever, yeah, diamonds or jewels. Yeah, that is the that is the epitome of who the Joker is. Yeah. I mean, there was you know yes he had this semi tragic backstory, but that person was always in him well aren't you interested to see how we get there and that's and i am i mean that's what i said i i'm cautiously optimistic i mean i've said that before you gotta make him interesting if he was just that way from birth it'd be boring oh he's crazy right but i mean it's like what leads him down and that's good it's like but what led him over the edge was that confrontation that initial confrontation it's supposed to be yeah or at least traditionally it is so, but, and well, that's that's my other question. While I think this movie looks good, and I'm actually excited for it, what's the point? And that's it's it's just for where is it at? Like, it, if you're you're either doing connected universes or you're not. So well, I need that, to know where we're at. And that's you know we've discussed that also. I think that's the biggest fault of DC mm-hmm. is there's no real connectivity between they need to make television a between movies, and then it's like okay, we have some connect you know some connectivity between those things and then we don't this is completely out of any kind of this universe this is mm-hmm. you know it's like make up your damn mind yeah they need to get it together you know it's either nothing is or everything is i mean yes. i think even though at times it's kind of failed it the even the netflix marvel stuff yes we're talking about marvel again <laughs> uh has had some connectivity Yes. They've discussed it. They referenced it in the first season I mean, of Daredevil. You know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. have had a few people back and forth yeah. from the movies. And to, it is canon. And it is canon. So, there you, you know. have it. So Why can't we just make up? But all I want is an answer. If you're just going to do one-offs in the DC Universe or like, oh, here's a Batman trilogy, but it doesn't connect to this new Superman trilogy or whatever. I don't care. Just tell me. I just need to know what this is. Right. That's all. I need to, I need the distinction. Well, and then don't have stuff that's a combined universe. And then And then some stuff that's not. And some stuff that's not. That's what I, that's my point. Just make a decision, guys. Yeah. I just need to know. <laughs> just make up your damn mind. Yes. Yes. So. And then when Marvel does something that's a little different, they'll always make a de- big deal out of it. Right. And okay, and I know we're said so we weren't going to talk much about Marvel, but we have to discuss House of X. Yes. We have to. We have to. Yes. I uh, I mean, I am a uh, 
OG 80s, 90s, you know, even late, 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 late 70s X Men fan that I've been, I've collected. I have trunks and trunks of issues. Yeah. You know, all the the separated X Men universe. This by far is probably the biggest diversion from anything. That's huge. And I love it. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie to you. I like it. I like the I, idea. I but like it's not the over, idea, so obviously. but I want to see where it goes. Yeah, same. But the setup is good. The setup is good. The, uh, I still can't get over the Hang whole... Hang on. Are we going to do spoilers? We're going to do a little okay. bit of spoilers. So if you don't want to know about House of X, pause this, read it. It takes it take you 20 minutes. Read it, and then come back to this. Yes. So, and we're back. Okay. <laughs> and on that note, the whole portable Cerebro thing on Xavier... Mm-hmm. Uh, Why didn't no we do pun this intended. Before? I can't wrap my head around it. Why? <laughs> I think it's cool. I think the visual is awesome. Uh, uh. But Xavier as the character, and when you see shots of him, like the previous, you know, the backstory stuff. Yeah. That he doesn't have that. Yes. There, he, he's never a, a emotionless character. Yes. And with the not whole being able to see his face or yeah, yeah, and not being able to read those kind of things, those nuances that even as an artist, you you I mean, you strive for those nuances. But I think I discovered the secret to this, okay. and that's what the thing I said I was going to mention to you. Okay. I think there's a key to all this, and maybe I'm way off, but it seems like okay, we have this is with issue two. We have it's all about Moira, right? She and we're going to get into that. She goes through all her different revisions and her rebirths and everything she gains all this information that she doesn't lose right well in the most current lifetime she goes straight to xavier and says read my you know read my thoughts right right so then now not only does moira have all this information but xavier has all this information right so he's able to basically look into the future slash past He's, he's able to look across the multiverse, essentially, <laughs> yeah. and see these different possibilities and basically know what's going to happen in the future. So he's got all this prior knowledge. That would explain to me why he would have different technology or not be in a wheelchair. Well, and I mean, I understand those that part of it. That would explain that to me. But I think just the whole creation of that design for the helmet. Yeah. I mean, it bothers you. It bothers me. Okay, not to be able to see. I mean, because even in even with Magneto's helmet on, you've got that area. You can see when he's mad. You can see when he's, you know, distant. You can see when he's even in that small area. But think about what Magneto said. You've got said. those nuances. Think of, about what Magneto said. He said basically, "We're your new gods. We're the gods." Look at look at Xavier. He's not human. He's not. He's not even human-like anymore. He's but, he's godlike. But then why is he not considered an omega? Which I I, I, I have an issue with that too. That, now. I, yeah, that we've, we've really nailed ones. that down. Yeah, but yeah. but so I think to do to to maybe give him that godlike feel in the comic. That's why you don't see his face. You see. I mean, you do in the flashbacks, but this version of Xavier is essentially a god. I think that's well, it. but the, he's it, not personable. He's not. He's just creating things, and he's got this master plan, and he's he's in the story. He's got that's where I'm. That's where I'm at. Well, but see, in my you know, even studying like Greek mythology and stuff like that, those gods had emotion. I mean, sure, Zeus and so does the, the, And I mean, you know, you look at Odin, and but they don't. See, you don't see it. Yeah, but you see you, his plan. 
just like the god of the Christian mythology. You see his plan. You don't ever really see him. You see a bush that's on fire. You see, you hear a voice. You whatever, but you don't. You don't see the dude. Yeah, right, but you see an Xavier. That would be like yeah. saying that you know. Well, he's he, around. And, and, and I mean, tying it back to Christian, Jesus was on Earth. He had yeah. emotions. Maybe it'll be a Jesus character. Well, Maybe that's Magneto. I don't know. No, I think, I, now I'm just trying to make this uh, work, but it doesn't really. Yeah, no, and then it's, it's not really water. working. You're kind of yeah. falling apart. <laughs> you know, I mean, it ties more into like Greek mythology. You know, you can almost point um, Magneto as like Hades or okay. Ares. Yeah, yeah. You know, but still, even in that, in those kind of mythologies, those gods had emotion. I just think, and and any previous thing, Xavier's had emotion. You know, he's shared sympathy. He's had anger sure. at points. And and this current incarnate now, not the not the flashback stuff, but because I mean it even shows in the flashback stuff. Xavier being Xavier. Xavier being Xavier. Yeah. So I mean that's the only thing I want to see where it goes. I mean it might it might, you know, answer my questions later. Yeah, and it, it you probably know, will. And I mean but I'm not a bit, a bit <laughs> He looks like a poor man's Mysterio, who couldn't just pay for the rest of the helmet. Get a globe, yeah. <laughs> I, I see that, but I like the. T- to me, it feels very almost nineties X Men, or or even you know what it reminds me. I, of? I, just, I, I don't. Uh, it reminds me of the Weapon X helmet. But you know ways. what? You still saw more of. You saw more, yeah. You, that's true. you can see through the visor Wolverine's eyes. Sure. I mean, and that's that's. You know how you look into a man's soul is through their eyes. Well, I think the point is this version of Xavier is less concerned with human things. Obviously, he's not. He's more concerned with his plan right. and his little everything he's got going on, his care of the mutants, all that stuff. I think that's what's going on, and maybe there's going to be some kind of reveal. And I hope so, because I, I just right now I think, and it's good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, I lo- did you I, love that? that uh, panel when you saw all the different timelines and you're yes. like oh, I know I recognize that story yeah I, yeah, I was like I know that one I know yeah. that one I know that one you know um, I just think he just comes Charles Xavier has always been such a presence he is a presence in this but it's more of like uh, I'm a fade in fade out fade in fade out sure. fade in fade out and we'll out. see what happens maybe there'll be some changes maybe even next issue right we'll keep up with this um, okay Maura McTaggart yes They've changed her a little bit. They've changed her a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Before, <laughs> I mean, so let's just lay this out. Before okay. she would just be reborn, right? Well, before she was never a mutant. Mm. That was never, ever, 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 right. ever talked about. But now she's reborn, and re- she recalls her previous life. Right. But so she's basically get, she's getting Groundhog Day, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, combine a cat and Groundhog Day. Yeah. So, because spoiler, she only has supposedly a limited amount of lives. Yes. Well, that's at least what Destiny said. You know, and that kind of that idea almost came to me from. Um, oh crap! What is the uh, Tom Cruise movie with uh, Live Die Repeat? Uh, is no, 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 called? Edge no, of Tomorrow. No, no. Edge of Tomorrow. But originally, it was called Live Die Repeat. I yeah. Think. But yeah, it it, it kind of has that concept. Yes. Because if you die, you know, if Moira dies before her 13. mutant powers. Yeah. You know, be, uh, you know. Before she gets that fever. But, yeah. And needs more cowbell. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Then she will then stop her loop. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, I mean. Also, is she somehow creating these new universes every time or dimensions? Or, like, how does that work? And see, I, I don't know if it's just the fact that 
these things create with her interaction or is she placed into a different multiverse every time like is that what See, it and is that's, and, and that, none of that is explained no i mean even when destiny has such a long monologue talking to her about what's going on yeah you know it's never really explained i like that than, threat though like hey look if you mess up i'm gonna find you and you know oh, yeah. you're gonna die hey burn her to death so she remembers right. what it feels like that's horrible <laughs> that was brutal i really yeah. liked it though like what a neat thing you know, the thing is, I, I read, there was some other article about that was the most brutal death of anybody in the comic. That is not the most brutal death of anybody in the... No. I remember Spider-Man getting exploded from the inside by Sandman. Right. That's pretty brutal. Wolverine's been ripped in half. Wolverine burned in Hellfire forever and had right. to reform and then burn again. <laughs> Prometheus. Yeah. Was it Prometheus? Right. Who got, he got, get yes. melted every day or whatever? Yeah. The bird yeah, yeah. pecked his eyes out? Yeah. That's pretty sweet. But, uh, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know, people must not have a far memory. Yeah. But, um. It's pretty brutal. Yeah. Oh, it's brutal, but, I mean, it's, there's been a lot worse. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, um, where was it? It was early 80s, and it was another Wolverine death. And it was when he got one drop of blood knocked on the crystal of life or whatever. I yeah. can't remember. I haven't read that issue in forever, but, I mean, literally. The guy completely eviscerated him. Yes. You know, and they, I mean, most of it was from behind, but when you see the guy's arm go through him. It's pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot more brutal than just showing a bunch of flames and uh, sort of a flamed outline figure in the yes. middle of it. Yes. But yes. So, but, but I, anyway. But I think overall, I'm going to say I like the direction so far. It's, it's interesting. There's a lot that, there's a lot of things that I don't know. I don't know what to be paying attention to. There's so much and going that, on. That's like, the one thing. What should There's I be so thinking about? What's important here? I do like they have those little um, factoid. The context. And yes. I know the answers are hidden in there, but I don't know. Again, I don't know what to look at. I know. But I think it's a beautiful way to set it up. So did you get to read the first Power of X? I didn't read it. No. You haven't read it? I should though, right? Yes. No, you, I just have Because it, uh, it literally ties back in to what's going on in in, okay. in house yeah because there's a reading timeline it tells you what to read yeah and i need to but i just haven't had yeah because power of x should have been read after first house of x right right it shows that so it's like so this might be i think some, it's going to be back and forth back and forth through this series there's some context i need so, probably yeah not a whole bunch because this is set like this in, is its own thing it's meant to be its own thing yeah, but it's meant to be its own to thing but it's kind of set further in the future yep Right. So you know how that they show that like first year, ten year, hundred year, yes. thousand year. You know, this is Power of X is set more of further down the line. Um, Mr. Sinister plays, um, which you don't really see him yeah. in, in the first issue because the second one isn't out yet. Um, but he is working on what they call uh, Chimera. You know, mutants, where he's combining DNA power structures. Has he been doing like, that for a while in the comics? I seem to remember that from something else. Yeah, some of his original ones were one or two. Yeah. The uh, Chimera ones, he's using like five and six. Okay. So Rasputin yeah. is like the main character. And she derives from like um, Colossus, Kitty Pride. Um, there's like, I, I can't even remember all the ones that are on there, but I mean, she's got all these different abilities and I know there's like a, um, there's a Nightcrawler-esque, I know that hit, part of his is, and they had a couple other ones, but cool. I mean, 
and this plays a lot on the Nimrod story, if yeah. you remember. I know Nimrod the Sentinels. Yeah. You know, the, it's like that lean Sentinel. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to get it since you haven't read it yet. And okay, I'll, I'll check it out. Many. We'll talk. I'll, I'll yeah. get to it this week. So we'll, we'll we'll talk about that next time. Okay, I'll do it all. So, all right. Okay, lean into a little more uh, Marvel discussion. Yeah, sorry. No, <laughs> no, I'm not sorry. We're yeah, talking Marvel right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Calm down. Uh, we'll get back to DC in we, a little bit. We We've will. got some thoughts on on some other stuff coming up. Um, Hulk. Yes, let's have this. Been through so many iterations Mm -hmm. so many different versions we did a top 10 movies of marvel and dc let's do a little character top 10 yes now we're strictly gonna go with live action movies yes okay favorite banner favorite hulk yep does not have to be in the same movie no or same tv so it's your top two really is what your top yeah (laughs) it's your top banner top hulk yes so, all right, go for it. I'd be interested to hear what yours are. Okay. I don't know. I feel like my answer is going to be wrong, but I I grew up loving the TV show, yeah. And so Bill Bixby would be my banner. Okay. Uh, although I really like the current Ruffalo's awesome. Uh huh. Um, but they make him a feeble nerd, and he's not always that in the comics. No. And I I like him as a wandering, sort of lost guy who doesn't know how to deal with all this that he has to deal with, and he's. Okay. He's wandering around helping people, solving problems, but he's got this dark side, and you know he's trying not to let it come out. He's just trying to figure himself out, right. and I think that for me, kind of embodies Banner more just than anything the else. Name change, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think that's, I think that's, yeah, I think he's my Banner. Okay, ironically enough, and and you know, just a hint, we have not discussed this no, whatsoever. Haven't. My Banner. And I'm going to cop out a little bit, but my banner is um, almost a tie. It's a little weighted more one way than okay. the other, but Bill Bixby and Mark Ruffalo. What? That's exactly what I just said. Yeah. I like I like Ruffalo a lot, but I think Bixby is more I like banner. Ruffalo's almost delivery on some stuff. Yeah, he is good. His interaction with other characters. Mm-hmm. I think I like Ruffalo's interaction with characters it's a good modern take on it yeah but i like bill what bill bixby did with the character himself Mm -hmm. that internal struggle you know where like you said he's not always this female guy you know he would never have trouble well that's not that i remember like turning into hulk he would just it would happen he'd be like dude you better watch it right i'm bill bixby yeah (laughs) you wouldn't like me when i'm angry no i love it and he turns and his eyes are green yeah (laughs) oh man you're like here we go yeah (laughs) And he like throws a bed at somebody. Exactly. I love it. Yeah, he's absolutely. I agree. Any okay. other thoughts about Bill Bixby? <sighs> Loved him in, in in a bunch of other movies, and he sure. was in Magic. Yeah. One of the creepiest yeah. horror movies. Anthony Hopkins. Yes. Yeah. So. All, all right. right. All right. Cool. Well. Hulk. My absolute Hulk. It, it's Mark Ruffalo. Really. As Hulk. Yes. Really. Yeah. Not, I'm not going with green Jello Hulk. No, uh, I'm not going with. I I I I don't hate the the Hulk movie from what 2007 or whatever 2008. 2008. The what's his name? Uh, uh, Edward Norton. Ed Norton Hulk. I don't hate it, but to me he's like one note Hulk. That's he, he he's rage monster, and I get that. I like that about Hulk. But a lot of my favorite Hulk comics, he's not just a rage monster. He's he's like Planet Hulk or he, or or Professor Hulk, where he's kind of more in control, but he's still is a rage monster 
Uh, so I think Ruffalo is the best. I think he's the Hulk with the most dimension. And I like that. That's my reasoning. Right. So I like Hulk being able to speak and not just rage and not just say smash. He can he can do things. He can hand you a burrito or whatever <laughs> <laughs> and smile at you. That only happened in the very last movie. <laughs> but I love his I love his progression in these movies. Right. So like you see him in Planet Hulk and he he's not fully in control and he's just like, you know, he can have a conversation with you as right. Hulk and walk around and take a bath or whatever he's doing, but he's not smashing everything all the time. Well, and I mean Honestly, with that, I think if other characters were able to continue and it wasn't just a one-shot, I think they would have been able to do that. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's part of it that Mark has been that Hulk for a longer period of time yeah. and in multiple multiple uh, movies of the Hulk. I think, you know, I think those uh, some of those other actors, if they were able to, you know, continue it, I think they would have, in the movies... We would have got there. We would have got there. Mm-hmm. But from what I've seen and what I know, that's the one. Okay. So for me, that's it's Ruffalo. Okay. Um, this is actually the one I had the hardest time with. Really? The banner was the easiest one. Yeah, for me it was too. I mean, the, the banner was the easiest one. I'm actually going to go with The Incredible Hulk from the 2008. Uh, well, really? Yeah. Okay. I Because he's just a rage monster. Well, and the thing is, is he's not totally a rage monster. He, he's he, brutal. He's brutal. He's way more I mean, brutal. But that is what Hulk, classic Hulk sure. is. And you see him versus Abomination, which is like the perfect Hulk story. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that, and that's the thing. And you can tell that he had intelligence mm-hmm. by the things he did. I mean, grabbing those two squad cars. I love that. And smash them together yep. like big ass boxing gloves. Sure. You know, or. Hulk hands for Hulk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know. What he did with the shield when they were trying to capture him on the college campus. Yeah, I like that. You know, and him doing different tactics, and you knew it was there, and he had... They just didn't play it up. I think if you would have had the direction of the Avengers... I mean, if if nothing had changed except that he still played the character, he would have done all those things at Ruffalo. And that's the thing. But I liked that, that really, that undertone, that range is, you know, so much Way more serious. Yeah. And I think you could have added a little bit of levity to it. He was like, if Bill Bixby to the extreme is what he was doing, and, and that's what I and and that's what I liked. I mean, that's sure. my pick. Sure. And, I, and like I said, I think if they would have continued on doing that a lot, then I think that you would have gotten to that. We, we would have got exactly what we got. Yeah. But I just I I liked that beginning from the Hulk. Sure. And, and I mean, I would I would probably put. Mark Ruffalo is Hulk second. Okay, I'm not a big fan of the well, the put, way they did Professor I would Hulk. Put Ed Norton second. Yeah, I, <laughs> so I'm not a big fan of the way they did Professor Hulk in Endgame. No, um, I liked him better in the comics. There's not much lead up. He just becomes that. Like he just is that somehow. But he's more of a buffoon. Yeah, that's fine. I, I they could have done without the uh, stupid grin on scene. his face. Oh yeah, no, I thought I it was mean, fun. I, it was fun, but they really could have done away with that whole the whole uh, diner scene. Sure, and and I probably would have had a little bit more respect for that Hulk. <laughs> but I love like Hulk not wanting to take the stairs. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's good. Oh, I think that's perfect. But that's our that's our that's our, our Hulk talk. Yeah, that's our Hulk week. talk. You know that's. Something we can we can maybe discuss on different you know versions of characters. There's not too many. I mean, the only one we can really go is Batman, Superman. That's had a lot of 
versions. Sure. So we should we, do that sometimes. I was just saying, yeah, we'll do that. So we'll we'll uh, make our DC fans happy. Yes, we will do that soon. I think that's a good one. Maybe, okay, maybe. and running back around to DC. Yes, they keep adding more and more things to this coming in December. The Crisis on Infinite Earth. Yes. On from the CW and the Arrowverse show. You're way more up on this. You need to explain it to me again. Um. They've even talked about that. We talked last time about we some talked a actors they're adding, which yeah. are very exciting. Yes. Um, I know they are in talks with Tom Welling. Isn't we that had, confirmed? Um, I thought I saw a photo of it today. Then, then that, well, then I haven't seen it today. But, I mean, I know they were in, like, long talks. Mm-hmm. Um, long walks on the beach. Well, you know, it depends on if Michael Rosenbaum's with him. Doing a smooch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, done that part. Uh, um you know, um, Burt Ward. I mean, they're bringing back. I How know. is Burt Ward still alive? Well, he was much younger than than uh, Adam well, West. Listen, we can get Burt Ward, but I, he better be in that outfit. Well, and then, I want to see it all, Burt. Kevin Conroy is confirmed as Batman. That's the best. I. It's like a dream come true. And I keep seeing like you know manips of him being. It could work for the Batman, Batman Beyond Batman. Yeah, he's perfect. What if that's what it was? God, I hope what so. What if that's what it was? <laughs> God, I hope so. Oh. Well, and they're talking about having other series on CW. Why not? Come on. I mean, we don't need another Superman. No offense to the guy that plays Superman on TV. He does okay. You Wouldn't know, a Batman Beyond show, live action show with Kevin Conroy as old Batman you get he doesn't have to do the action i mean maybe a little bit but he'll just be in the bat cave going i need you to be my gopher he's got you the know. doberman with him and that's so perfect oh i know and the voice is perfect exactly and he doesn't look too far off no you make him upright it's fine oh absolutely come on I, I guys just, yeah come on cw you know we want this cw cw <laughs> you know but um you know um i know black lightning is now going to be involved uh they had you know in the tv they never had that in any kind of the shared universe. Yeah. Um, That's cool. They let him in. Uh, original Supergirl. Helen Slater? Uh, from the movie? From the movie. Yeah, I don't remember her name. Um, or not she, liking that movie. On the, on the uh, series, she plays actually Supergirl's mom. Oh, adopted mom. So she's going to be also... So she is going to be in that as Supergirl. That's excellent. Like, an, well, no... Just the the older version. Okay. Not uh, not Power Girl. Right. Okay. But Interesting. Personally, you know, on a side note, I hope they have a Power Girl in there. Why wouldn't they? Just because of, just because of the character itself. Yeah. I mean, yes, I know, I know, I know, but no, <laughs> <laughs> that character has a different story than than the actual Supergirl. I'd like to see that that interaction. Yes. Um, I know they've talked that they're still. They still haven't come across whether it's going to be film footage or if they're actually going to get some of the movie characters actually in Crisis. That would be great. That would be awesome. I mean, even if you could just, tie it all together, that would finally do it. Well, and, and that would be that one step that's needed. Um, I know, I haven't heard yet if they're going to actually be on the CW, but um, I know they're doing a crossover with... Uh, And this is separate. I don't know why I even thought of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally lost. Anyway. The train derailed. The train derailed. Um, the Marvel comedy, you know, thinking of things overlapping we were talking about. Um, Runaways that's on Hulu mm-hmm. is going to have a crossover with Cloak and Dagger. Oh, interesting. So, I mean, two totally for- different formats. They're going to have them on there. Yeah. So, that's what DC needs to do. 
Yeah. I mean, I'd love to see Titans interact. Mm-hmm. Um, what about Doom Patrol? Is Doom that Patrol? in the universe? Is that in the DC universe? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's and um, and I'd love to see Swamp Thing at least once. They might as well, the since they already destroyed that. I mean, since they already destroyed it. Let me ask you this question. Okay. Is this not going to be, that's not going to be one episode of TV. What's no, it going to be? No, it's going to be a week long. Okay. Every day. That's awesome. So. These kind of events are so fun. They like, are. I may watch it, even without context. I may right. just I may just watch it, so we can talk about it. Well, and I mean, and you, you, know, you me. know the comics of Crisis on Infinite Yeah, I've Earth, read it. So. It's been a long time, but yeah. I've read it. But, I mean, that's, that's I think they're going to change, because I know um, uh, Stephen Amell is done after this right half what a, a cool way to be done half now. a season yeah so um i know that's gonna play into it a little bit um and like i said with the titans and doom patrol and swamp thing they haven't really said they i've heard it in kind of i know passing. swamp thing canceled but why not have him show one up? season yeah one season and that would be a good thing to have with Legends of Tomorrow and John Constantine. Uh, yeah. He, well, they go. They yeah. They have the dark. What Tie are they that in. The uh, dark. Uh, what dark is it? League, Justice League Dark. dark yeah, Justice League Dark. Yeah. So, but I think they couldn't do that justice. No, no uh, pun intended. Uh, <laughs> couldn't do that justice. No, not on a network show. With uh, without doing that actually as a movie. Oh, that too. Yeah. I mean, you you couldn't really do that as Justice League Dark would not. I mean, between Dead Man's Antenna, you know, John Constantine, Swamp yeah. Thing at times, you know, I mean, and then you have other guys back and forth. Which, by the way, Justice League Dark is one of my, not my top favorite, the animated? but one of my favorite animated. It's good. So Yeah, I've seen that one. You know, it all revolves around the Dark Knight Returns when it comes to the yes. animated movies. Yes. And then, uh, just on a side note, um, New Frontier. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Okay. That's got the old World War II style, you know, all the the Justice League. That's cool. That's yeah. got like just some of the green voice actors that are. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that one. I've seen the cover of it. Yeah. I've never, never seen that one. I like Mask of the Phantasm a lot. I, I wore that VHS out. Oh, I. Oh, yeah. man. And you got Mark Hamill. Oh, absolutely. That's he, really good. One of the best Joker. Yep. I think probably even not being a. As much as I like Mark Hamill, physically, I don't think he can play that part the way he does with his voice. I agree. He, he doesn't look quite right. Maybe he could have in the 80s, you know, yeah, or even early 90s. Yeah, he could have done that Jack Nicholson-esque. Yeah. When he, he, he could have done it then, but it's too late now. Yeah, it's too late now, and I just don't think he has that kind of physical presence. No, whatever. Let him try, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They can anybody can be a Joker, as I saw the photos of the Joker from Gotham, and I said, "What <laughs> yeah. the hell is this? What are you trying to Which say?" I'm not. I'm not as down on maybe. Yeah. The way they played it, I I tried to watch Gotham and I couldn't get into it. Yeah, we, I think we talked about that, but I didn't love it. Well, the first couple of seasons were good because it it revolved really more around Jim Gordon mm-hmm. than it did Bruce. But once the kid that played Bruce started getting older, yep. stories started revolving more around him. Well, he has to almost. Like, oh, hey, he's going to start being Batman. <laughs> right. But, We're getting and ready I, to be Batman. I, yeah. I think they they pulled back on the story on, on Jim Gordon, which I really liked where they were going with it. Sure. Too much. Mm-hmm. And pushed Bruce too much forward too fast. Yeah. Well, so, you got to do it sometimes. Yeah. So near the end, the last couple of seasons, I kind of just hit and miss caught. Sure. So. Well, hey, that was a 
a lot of DC talk today. That was a lot of DC talk. Yeah. Anything else? Any final thoughts for you before we wrap well, up? Well, we got a couple things. Okay. Um, maybe for next. Um, you know, uh, maybe have some more music on next. Yeah, yeah. Next episode. I have something I want to talk about. We just ran out of time. That's fine. That's fine. Um, we'll we'll deal with that. Um, gonna have some movies we, we need yes. to watch. We're gonna do a B movies of some sort. Maybe some kind of horror movie. Something bad. Yeah. So what we want to do is maybe pick a few and then let you do do a poll. Yeah, we'll have it on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. So we'll have that up. You know, in the next few days yeah. after this uh, goes on the air. So we want to get your interaction. Yes. You guys need to tell us what you want to hear. Yes. Well, um, we've already got a little bit of that, and I thank yeah, you for that. Yeah, we've got some of that. Yeah, absolutely. The DC thank you. request, and that's what you got today. Um, but we're going to go through some B movies. Yes. Uh, some really B movies. Yeah, the, the B movie starring Jerry yeah. Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eh, well, no, maybe not quite. Maybe. But yeah, we'll, we'll put a list and you could vote. Or maybe, yeah, we'll, we'll put yeah. a list up. You can vote. And uh, we'll we'll watch it and be horrified. And, you know, and with the list, we'll take some write-ins. Sure. You know, there may be some things that we if didn't somebody's even somebody's begging for something, we'll do it. Yeah, yeah. If somebody's really, really uh, polstering sure. for it. Yes. Um, we'll see what we can do. Absolutely. Um, two uh, m- horror movies that are coming out. One just came out. Scary stories to tell in the dark. Scary stories to tell in the dark. Um, I think we're both going to see that. Yeah, hopefully this week. Next, yeah, before our next uh, podcast, and so we'll do a, a medium spoiler we'll review. Do a talk down. Yeah, yeah, a talk down on that, and then we are going to plan on going to see the lighthouse together. We would like to. Yes, that way we get that reaction from both of us right next to each other. Yes, I would like um, this. This this really is in my wheelhouse when it comes to horror movies. Sure, that Alfred Hitchcock, yeah, noirish type yeah. of horror movie. I'm ready for it. I'm not the one that's scared of the thing when you turn on the lights and standing in front of you. Yeah. I'm more scared scare. of when you go to reach for the light, you feel that hand that moves your hand to the light switch. Yeah, those are the kind of things that yes. creep me out. I got goosebumps. And right I now. think I really think. <laughs> <laughs> It was my hand. Yeah. Well, <laughs> as long as it's lovingly. <laughs> so I really think though that Lighthouse movie, I think is really going to pull that. Sure. You know, that's like a Session 9-ish. Yes, which we both like. Yes. So and so that's, that's, uh, let's our try top, and see top. that, yeah. So we're, we're going to see that. Um, I think that comes out the 15th. Okay. We'll try. So we're trying to get it in before next podcast, but at least by our second one from now. Yes, we'll have hopefully. that for sure. Yeah, we'll try so, to do this. So we'll do you. that as soon as it comes out. We're going to try and do that. Yes, absolutely. So, anything else? You got any? any uh... You know, no. I think I've talked about enough today. <laughs> I think I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> so we went a little, a little longer than we normally do. Yep, but that's, that's all right. okay. Hey, you can don't forget. We do have Facebook. It's Nerds Geeks in the Kitchen Sink. I think that's all you put in, and it comes up. I'm pretty sure. And we also have an email if you want to send us an email. It's Nerds Geeks Sinks at gmail.com and probably the easiest way is the the old tweet box at geeks sinks you can send us your fan art or your fan fictions or your fan letters whatever or 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 just say just send something just talk to us please or hate mail hate mail you know whatever yeah it's all right we'll take it we got thanks again Mm -hmm. so but hey make it constructive yes you know that's right Give us some ideas. You know, we're coming up with all this. We've got a little bit of interaction. We want to hear from you guys. Yeah. Get so. out here. All right. Well, yeah. I guess I, th- I think that pretty much wraps it up for today. That's all for me. All right. Well, 
For DK and Chris, we will see you next time. We love you. Bye. See ya.